cold as the weather Everything freezing so fast Trying to get back the feeling From the heat you'd been stealing We both knew that it couldn't last It's a long ways to walk through the snow To fan the flames of a love that you already know To me, it is frozen in time And melting won't make you mine I took the chill from your hands, dear Still you could not get warm here Frost on the tears in your eyes Spring thaws the spirit You could already hear it The sound of me saying goodbye It's a long ways to walk through the snow To fan the flames of a love That you already know To me it is frozen in Fine tunage was brought to you by Lindy Volpenjord. Oh, was I, what, I, 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 not, I'm not even close, am I? Like his music. Really? It, it rhymes with poppin'? Because his music's poppin'. See, this is what happens when Tim doesn't actually get his own mic. He just starts screaming in the background. Um, I need to ask uh, you something very important, uh, Lindy. Shoot. Everyone wants to know where you're from, and when you say you're Icelandic, I thought that meant from the general vicinity, but does that mean you're actually from Iceland? See, this is kind of a school I went to. Uh, I'm from the Icelandic community uh, that uh, settled in in Manitoba. So uh, about 100 years ago, a quarter of the population uh, of Iceland uh, left and uh, settled into the Interlake region of Manitoba. And uh, so I'm descended from those people. Yeah. Um, And And, and do you, I wonder if Lord. Why did a quarter of the population of people leave? I think it was like centuries of desperate poverty, um, eating, you know, rotten shark. It might have had something to do with t- the fact that Tim's that relatives <laughs> were over there and they needed to get away from them. Yeah. That's what it was. And I think they had a terrible relationship with uh, with Denmark, who, who were uh, their controllers, I guess, in a way. No. Were, well, the Danish, uh, you know, monarchy. 
really sort of controlled the economic lives of, of Icelanders uh, to such a de- such a degree where they took the best and gave them in trade, you know, some of the lousiest furniture and sort of thing. I think a lot of people just uh, saw an amazing opportunity in Canada and, and they picked up and went for it. And sure enough, uh, that first winter was uh, <laughs> really cold in Manitoba. Lindy Voppenfjord. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right that time? Yeah, baby. Lindy Voppenfjord. Voppenfjord. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's a fjord in uh, eastern Iceland, and uh, Vapen uh, is like a weapon. So it's a fellow named Vapni who is nicknamed uh, Vapni, which means weaponry, because of his skills at manipulating weaponry. And so they named the fjord after him. Manipulating weaponry. Yes. That's a woman's job, isn't it? <laughs> Battle axes and so yes, on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going. Battle axe. You know, uh, Come on, that's funny stuff. That, that I don't care Vikings, who you are. Uh, were in large part, there were a lot of women that, that fought uh, with the men. In, See, this in is also Vikings, what yeah. I was saying. Equal opportunity <laughs> fighting in Iceland. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, this guy, Lindy, he's a Canadian Icelandic musician with the rare ability to capture poetically in lyric and such... And sound such profound nuance in modern stories. Boy, that's a lot of stuff there. Humble and heroic dra- human dramas seldom sang so spectacularly. This is really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> seldom sang so spectacularly. Right. <laughs> um, the humble thing that you got going on right now, mm-hmm. right? Is that a Manitoba thing? Is that a Mennonite thing? Is that a... Could uh, be, I suppose. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, you, Do you ever get accused of being humble? I never. People don't <laughs> say that about me. <laughs> I mean, we'll see, but you know, after like a little while. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's what people say about you. I can imagine, they go, "How do you pronounce your name?" Like I just did. Mm. They go, "What's with the? Where are you from?" They go, um, "Dude, you're tall." Yeah. And then they go, "You're really nice." Are you yeah. tired of the nice thing? No. no. Oh. Okay. And and I'm not tired of the tall thing either. You know, my mom, long time ago, when when I was the tallest kid in in grade six, you know, at five foot four. Um, she said, uh, people were making fun of me, and she said, well, anytime they say that you're tall, just say thank you. Yeah. And so, it, you know, that's it worked. Um, but, but, but I was also so skinny that I had to run around in the shower just to get wet. That's a weird, it is a, yeah, yeah, I totally get that, man. <laughs> totally get that. When I was um, tall, the tallest kid in school in grade, uh, what was I, second year of grade eight, um, <laughs> I, I was part of the bowling league. And tall, tall, skinny guys should not bowl. It's just an awkward sight to see. It's like watching Gumby trip down a road, you know. Yeah. Well, just, we already look like an orange on a toothpick, you know. We do. Yeah. yeah. Interplanetary solar system. So, so. Crying <laughs> hit. All right. Can you two take it outside, please? <laughs> she lost control of the show already. Lindy, speaking of shows, do you have any shows that we can tell people about? Or are you um, just, like, not working? Uh, that's all on my website, lindymusic.com. And, um, Ooh, smart move, not putting your last name on your website. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not the most, you know, memorable uh, spelling. And, you know, Why didn't you change it like real like stars do, like Lindy yeah. Smith? I, I could have, but uh, I think that, that things are changing now, and more there's more and more acceptance of, of different there's, last names. Yeah. Paul Brandt changed his last name, but he changed it to Brandt, which is weird. Yeah. I think there must have been like the mother's maiden name or something. I can't remember what it was. But, mm-hmm. You yeah. can go for Lindy Vop, which is kind of like the Lindy Hop. Okay. Yep. Tim, can you go get me some water? That's <laughs> true. At the grocery store okay, in I'm Mississauga. <laughs> Bye, see you later. Lindy, could you do a tune for us, please? Yes, I'd love to. Uh, could you set it up, even? Uh, this song uh, is 
for a girl who uh, escaped from North Korea. Her name is Yeonmi Park, and uh, she I saw her talk in, in New York City and uh, lined up to meet her afterwards. Just an amazing uh, story that she told about what it was like growing up in, in North Korea, what it's what life is like there, and just how sort of brainwashed you, you know, they all are. Uh, yeah. And even so that they believe that uh, the mice and the birds are, you know, going to tell on them if they, you know, think or speak evil of the king, you know, Kim Jong-il or, or uh, you know. And uh, just an amazing story of her uh, escape yeah. um, across this river into China where they there were some gl- lights glowing in the city. They thought maybe there's a bowl of rice over there or some food. You know, they were just really that hungry. And, uh, like, nobody in, in North Korea even thinks about revolution or revolting because it just wouldn't even occur to them because it's been so ingrained in, in them for so long. Um, but she did manage to escape. Her sister had escaped years before. Huh. And uh, they went to go find her as well, but they couldn't find her. Um, and then her father passed away, and she had to hide his uh, disappearance, you know, I guess his body, basically drag him out of the town and bury him by herself. Um, and so uh, eventually she had to escape a terrible situation that the Chinese got her and her mo- mother into. Um, and her and some other people, they crossed the Gobi Desert on foot. And they made it to uh, Mongolia where the uh, guards there were about to send them back. And, and that's when they pulled out their um, little pocket knives and razor blades to off themselves uh, right there on the spot. But then the guards were like, no, 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 no. Uh, and they put them in detention for seven months. Um, and I'm telling you the long version of this story, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And uh, and then she made it to um, South Korea eventually, where she ended up on this t- television show called Meet Me Over There. And the TV show really sort of mocks the regime. There's a humor element to it, that, but it's also like a um, you know um, an homage to their cousins to the north in a way. And and so she became quite a celebrity on this show. Um, during that uh, show, she did a, um, a very emotional plea to, uh, um, to her sister, you know, should she be watching or out there somewhere, um, saying, you know, please, you know, find your way to, to where we are here. And, uh, and that did happen, um, uh, you know, I don't know how long later, but her mother and her, and her sister were reunited in, in South Korea. And so that's what this song is for. Right. Well, that's all the time we have today, folks. Uh, <laughs> tune in next week. And no, that was a great. Seriously, it was a very, very good story. It was actually quite captivating. I was uh, drifting off. No, stop it. Who says that? You did, Lindy. Before you start the song, yeah. why did this impact you? I mean, it's an impactful story, but why yeah. did it grab you so much? Why did you go see her talk? Uh, I was at a, a conference in New York that uh, really sort of promotes um, the ideas of, of human freedom and, and liberty around the world. And she was one of the speakers. Um, I'll be probably talking about a couple of the others later on, okay. uh, as I introduce the other songs uh, that came from that have come from these uh, talks that I attend. And uh, you know, it, it wasn't just the fact that I um, couldn't cry because I didn't want to miss a word that she was saying. It was you know, all of the, the research that I did afterwards about her and and her story that. Uh, just kept adding to the impact that that her story had huh. on on me, and it's just uh, she's an incredibly brave and courageous uh, person, and and now she's got a book out called uh, 
uh, In Order to Live. Um, it's an, a remarkable uh, book, and she um, got so famous. Uh, you know, there was a point actually where she learned English by watching all of the episodes of Friends. No. Yeah. Like, Does yeah. she clap really fast too? All yeah. All 18 seasons, yeah. She has a smelly cat. All 18 seasons, uh, 32 episodes. She watched them all three times to learn English. And and she started telling her story in English. And that's when the North Korean regime, uh, who had already known about her from that big TV show in in Korean, but now that she was speaking in English and talking about her injustices and that sort of thing, uh, they determined that she should be number one on the hit list. You're kidding. And so her, the person that facilitates her talks uh, was inf- you know, informed and told her and asked her, what do you want to do? And she said, make me so famous that they can't hurt me. And that's what happened. Love it. Love it. That's a great mm-hmm. title for a song, too. All right. Live on the Drew Marshall Show. I'm going to try it again. Here we go. Lindy Vopenfjord. Yes? Yes. 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 Oh, I'm so good. escape this place tonight march across this frozen river safely to the shore together to the warm glow of the city lights before they know we'll be away pulled by what once kept us apart Alone with all these stars A broken compass points the way And the dustiest streets Cracking under your feet To the rhythm of the cartwheels going by And if I can't find you I will remind you to meet me city of the night and I'll keep your dreams with mine you can't be far behind my message will still ring true written in a life so long ago I want to sing it in a song So I can hold you The city is a magical place Joyful tears illuminated By the power generated By the smile
Beautiful. Holy shit. Lindy Voppenjord. Voppenjord. Why do I have a hard time with names? Why? Because you got a complicated one. No, I just, but I always choke when I, yeah, I can know someone's name. I can know someone for 30, 40 years. Because that's how old I am, yeah. and I, I could go to introduce them at a party. Yeah. And gap. Yeah. Why, Lindy? Uh, I don't know. I think it's can because you write a song about you, that. You prob- people probably remember certain things about uh, people, and uh, th- sometimes those things take more space in your memory. Than I'm going to go with that right? answer. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I always like the kids in the hall uh, story. Where it's like. Uh, you know, what's what's my name? You know, if you know me, you know what's my name. Yeah. And, and oh, I don't remember your name, but I remember you. I remember your face. I said, oh, where, where do you remember my face from? Yes, then, nothing. Yeah, so. yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Really, <laughs> kids in the hall. You're gonna quote kids in the hall. Sure. Is it, are they still doing their thing? They're not. Oh yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah, they're still touring it. Yeah, that's so funny as ever. <laughs> I want to keep reading your bio because there's some interesting things in here. Very well written, by the way. I don't know who did that. Vopenfjord is a prof- a proficient storyteller who distills human experience into the vital emotions that define a moment so crisply and memorably. You just did that. Hope, despair, triumph, and loss are feelings framed by his sixth album, Frozen in Time. I have an album right here in my hands. I'm going to show our Facebook people. That's the CD right there, Frozen in Time. Uh, by the way, <clears throat> excuse me, if you become a new uh, Drew Marshall Show Facebook liker uh, during this this performance right now, um, you could win this CD. That's what's going to happen. We'll randomly pick a new page liker during today's live performance and then contact them for shipping details. you got to be from Canada, though, eh? Um, how many before this have you released? How many records? Yeah. Uh, five. And uh, I was also in a band called Major Maker, and we had a song called Roller Coaster, um, which was a, a nice like pop rock hit. And uh, so, yeah, it's been like lots of albums and lots of fun. <laughs> if you couldn't play guitar, what would be your second instrument of choice? The triangle? Drums. Oh, drums. Yeah. Drums. <laughs> Have you, can you play drums? I can play the triangle. Can I just, I've said this a few times and no one has done this yet, I don't, and I don't know why. Yeah. So, Lindy, maybe you can take this and, and run with it. Okay. A triangle plugged into a distortion pedal. What do you think? I think that's a lot more triangle, yeah. Like, that's just a bringing it kind that's of deal. That's right. Oh, totally. Yeah. That'll scare people, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have a family? Yeah. A woman and chilling and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's funny. My, You were talking about my last name and uh, my wife. Uh, we've been married for like nine years, and uh, um, she finally just changed her name um, to Voppenfjord. So imagine what she's going through. Wow. <laughs> wow. What was her name? Uh, Panavis. Yeah. Well, that's not a huge... Uh, that's yeah. still kind of... What's Panavis now? Is that a, got a, an ethnic uh, thing? Uh, Lithuanian. Lithuanian. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you guys meet? We met in Sault Ste. Marie. This is getting weirder and weirder, yeah. man. I was on tour with my band, and she was on tour with hers, and uh, I walked into the club where I was about to play, and she was in there just having coffee, and yeah. uh, it was one of the scariest moments of my life. Why? Just because I've never been so, you know... Taken by a woman? Yeah, caught off guard like that. You know? Really? Yeah. yeah Were you really goofy? Were you, did you stutter? Did you say stupid guy things like I do? I, I think so, yeah. I mean, I think I just clammed up. Yeah. And Even she he came, couldn't pronounce yeah. his own name. No, she you came over. Hi, my name's Lindy. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done as a husband that you can share? <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> One time, I said, "You know, you look really good in the dark." Oh, 
you know, like, jeez, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't remember. I think it, you know, there's been so many that I I find a way to blank them out. Now, yeah, so. yeah, just block yeah. them. And and uh, and she's a musician as well, right? She she was, yeah. She still oh. plays, but um, okay. but she's a high school teacher. Oh no. Yeah. See, now we bring Tim back in the conversation again. Lindy, I should have warned you not to go there. Just keep that away. Um, uh, musical influences, a typical interview question, but we're going there. Mm-hmm. Who would they be? Uh, well, the folk, uh, 60s folk revivalist movement. Um, that was a good band. I like them. <laughs> so that included, like, you know, Bob Dylan, uh, Joni Mitchell, um, Leonard Cohen, uh, you know, all those uh, Pete Seeger, all those folk songs that uh, that came out of that, and uh, and then all of obviously all of the influences of that revivalist movement that really trace back to um, the American anthology of folk music. Yeah. Um, and uh, did you watch a, a, a Mighty Wind? Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, stuff, it's funny. Dude? It's so dry. I love it. Those stereotypes. It's just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so yeah. good. Who was the guy? Uh, Tim. Who we had on the um, uh, Puff the Mag- Magic Dragon guy and his wife. Pete Seeger. No. No. The other oh, one. Uh, one of the Paul or Peter Yeah, guys. Peter, Paul, and Mary. It was uh, Paul. Why can't I remember his last name? Anyway, Peter, yeah. Paul, and Mary were on our show. Paul Voppenfjord. Do you know him? <laughs> yep, my parents were real like folk singers back in the day. They were very much like a Peter, Paul, and Mary type of group called really? the Wayward Singers. I've heard of yeah. them. Mm. No, I couldn't have heard of them. It's Would possible. I have heard of them? It's possible. Yeah. Were they a big deal? Uh, they were in, in Manitoba. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, how about another song? Sure, Would yeah. you mind? I would love to. Since you happen to have your guitar, <laughs> that's quite fortunate. Tell us about this axe just before you jump into the song. It's a Martin. This is a Martin D93. Right. And uh, I've had it for uh, since 1994. And it's very special because... I bought it at Hugo Helmer Music in Mount Vernon, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why it's special, is it? It's, yes, yeah, the 160th anniversary. That's where we're edition. going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. No, it's a beautiful little machine. I Thanks. like it. It's, it's a working cool. instrument, so it's beaten up. A bit. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. It's come apart a few times. Well, that's okay. That's like yeah. my life. Um, <laughs> tell us the song. Set it up. Uh, this tune is inspired by a book uh, I read by Cory Doctorow called uh, uh, Little Brother. It's sort of a uh, modern day 1984 um, that involves like a bunch of young kids and uh, end-to-end encryption. It's like a, a post-9-11 type of, you know, a security state uh, that uh, goes after people who are communicating anything that you know propaganda against the U.S. Uh, against the state, and uh, and it's also this song is also inspired by uh, Edward Snowden, and uh, and his uh, basically like his whole thing and what he did and and the bravery that that took. And Dude, guess, you you were born in the wrong era, man. <laughs> you should have been uh, beside Martin Luther King uh, yeah. at the big speeches and playing the songs and. Yeah. Yeah, and so I understand that uh, that uh, Putin is about to send uh, Snowden back to the U.S. as a gift for Trump. So that'll be interesting. Are you yeah. kidding me? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's true. Hokey jumping. All right. Well, <laughs> live on the Drew Marshall Show, maybe the very first hippie we've ever had. <laughs> Icelandic hippie. Why can't you do that? That's a good branding right there. I think so. Or not, uh, yeah. Lindy Vopenfjord. This one's called "After the Surveillance State." Before I see you tonight And I want to say your name Before we start drinking 
before the song takes you away when you're still a little shy and it's hard to raise a smile before the flashing lights before the flashing lights sights pinned on the prize under curfew city at night pursed lips and street lit eyes sharp turns and straight lines this plan is set in motion we'll blow this whole thing wide open hear the whistle blow through the blue green ocean after the surveillance state after we wake this giant after the running scare when they see our numbers They'll sound the air raid sirens They'll sound the air raid sirens Now that we're almost free Before I see you tonight And I'm lost for you Before the all-seeing eye Knows everything we do This plan is set in motion We'll blow this whole thing wide open Hear the whistle blow Through the blue-green ocean After the surveillance state After we wake this giant After the running scared When they see our numbers And they'll sound the air raid sirens They'll sound the air Let's make a run for it. 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 actually don't know how to recover from this because um, there are very few singer-songwriters who can captivate people long enough to throw out that kind of detail and storytelling in a song. And I think one of the reasons that you're able to continue to do this is is because of this this humble thing that you have. And I, I know it's not a thing or a shtick. If I was trying to be humble, it'd be a shtick. But, but you've got this genuine, you know, authenticity about you, which is just beautiful where where did have you always been like this is it a family thing is it a like what 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 i think it might be an, an icelandic thing i think um you know like when you're a kid in iceland uh you're told some of the most horrifyingly scary stories that keep you under the covers at night and mm. <laughs> and i think that no i'm i think that honestly 
uh, they just bring people up uh, very gently, you know, um, in Iceland, and I think that that has carried through. So. Uh, was there any spiritual stuff in your background? I mean, you know the theme of our show, and... Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. <clears throat> I know people are going to make this segue. They're going to go, "Well, you're asking if he's, you know, a God guy because he's all humble and stuff." You know, pe- humble people have to believe in God, and that's not what I'm saying. Although I think I just filled in the blanks for everybody there, yeah. uh, unnecessarily. So, w- what are you? What are your thinkings about spiritual matters and God or or whatever? You know, like my parents, uh, they met in 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 the choir when they were singing in church, and so uh, so you know. Thankfully, uh, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have made the uh, solo quite interesting. No, um, I think that, um, to more appropriately answer the, the question, I think that uh, like there, it was around when, when I was brought up, and I've since had like moments where, you know, in my 20s, I would, there'd be like a, a storm, for example, and, and I would go up down to the beach and the waves would be crashing in, the wind would be blowing, and and uh, and I would just sort of look out into the distance and wonder, why is it that we can't know anything more than what we know kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yes, a lot, <laughs> I know. So I can understand, you know, how people make the leap from that to... Uh, Do you think there's there more? Do you think there's a, a creator of, the, of, the, of everything, or, or no? I, I don't specifically think that there that there is, but I you know and and if this if it is uh, then it, is it a a, a human like person you know, yeah. or a form yeah uh, I don't think anthropomorphized that, kind of yeah, stuff yeah yeah I think that that there are a lot of like you know Icelandic uh, history is has so many different kinds of gods and there's a lot Norse of paganism and, yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think there's always like interesting ideas. I mean, the wonderful thing about like you know Christianity and and is the teachings and and uh, of of Christ and and I think that there's uh, a lot of really positive, uh, beautiful stuff there. Um, but does spiritual stuff or thoughts or wonderings influence your creativity at all? Like, for example, when I when I'm out in the middle of nowhere. That's when stuff hits me. Mm-hmm. You? Yeah, I, I guess I haven't really been struck by anything like that. Um, so, what's your creative inspiration? Jack I, Daniels? I think that I, think that I <laughs> no, I, I think that I just uh, do a lot of research and I work really hard. I don't know where the ideas come from, but I think that um, you know, so much of the reason why we live in such a free and open and wonderful society is you know because of of uh, you know that maybe the Judeo-Christian uh, you know history mm-hmm. of of, uh, of of rule of law and and that sort of thing. I think that uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't. I really don't know. A lot. I'm not an expert in in these matters. No, no, nor am I. That's why I do the show yeah. and ask other people about what about stuff. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I find I find the unknowable fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too, and I think that. Uh, what I've decided to focus on, uh, like in the in these last, uh, for my last record, mostly is is human freedom and yeah, and human rights and. Uh, but where does that come from, man? Yeah. Is that a just I mm-hmm. grew up in a nice family that cared about others thing? Uh, 
Yeah, I think, I, uh, I don't know, I was born with it or something. My parents used to call me Liberty Lindy when I was a kid. <laughs> Liberty <know> Lindy. <laughs> well, that wouldn't get you beat up at school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, so you've always been a, a protector? Have you always been a, you know, when somebody got bullied in school, would you step in? I think so, you know, like... You know, I was never a, really a bully. My brother bullied me, but... <laughs> was he big like you? That's what siblings do. Yeah. Um, was he a big dude? He well, he was big bigger dude. than me, but until until he wasn't. <laughs> I know. That's a, again, that's a great line. That's good. How many siblings do you have? Just one older brother. Okay. Yeah. And, and what prison is he in? <laughs> again, live in the studio with uh, Lindy Volpenfjord. 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 There, see? I'm going to struggle over this all day long. It's just really getting awkward now. All right. Lindy, what song are we doing, dude? Uh, now I'm going to do... Uh, what was it going to be? Oh, yes. This is the story of... Uh, a man named Brady? <laughs> <laughs> it's the story of a, a man named James Tooley. Okay. Yeah. And uh, James Tooley is a professor at Newcastle University. He teaches education policy. Uh, it's an elite university. But uh, what he does in his spare time is uh, really fascinating uh, he's dedicated um, so much of his life to uh, traveling to every slum and shanty town in the world to find out how oh, nice. education happens for children in these places. And uh, without his work, we wouldn't know uh, that the parents are pooling their money together and opening up their own schools. Um, and this is happening in every shanty town and slum in the world. Every one that he's been to, and he's been to so many of them. And what he'll do is he'll just uh, fly somewhere, get out of the airport with his briefcase and uh, some money, and and he'll get into a taxi and say, "Take me to this slum." And uh, and the taxi driver will be like, "Shirley, you're mad." You know, yeah. Like, Why would you want to go there? But anyway, with and he some... says, "I'm not mad," and stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he makes it, and uh, then the taxi driver will, will walk him in, uh, carry his things even. <clears throat> And sure enough, within 200 yards, he'll see a school, a uh, low-cost uh, private school. Wow. And um, this is like uh, what Malala's father was doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, why, this is why she was targeted by the Taliban, in fact. Um, so, yeah, I, I saw him uh, speak at this conference, um, and I was just amazed by his work, as you can imagine. So I, I met him later on the dance floor of the uh, after-party. Can um, you just... Explain that a little more, please. Yeah. I'd like to know how the two of you met on the dance floor. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> just just want yeah. to know the details. No, it, it was like uh, there was a whole bunch of people just sort of standing there. Um, like an awkward grade eight dance. Yeah, exactly. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And I walked up to him, and he, he looks a little bit like Phil Collins. I think I may have made a crack about that, which right. he didn't think it was very funny. No. But, uh, yeah, being short and bald, you know, those guys <laughs> don't think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, just a sweetheart. Um, so anyway, I, I asked him, I said, look, I'm really like into doing research for songs, and, and I really want to write uh, for people, you know, who uh, could use a song, you know? And and I'm, is there anybody along the way that you've met that could use a song? And, and he thought about it for a while, and, and he thought of a, a really good idea, which I took to right away. He said, you know, I spent some time in a prison in India um, where I was uh, wrongfully imprisoned. Uh, I was there filming a documentary um, on these schools, and uh, the, uh, one of these local officials, uh, who was very corrupt, um, locked him up 
and uh, he was yeah in, in prison there for several months uh, without charge. Um, there, it's called an under trial. Um, just yeah, that's where people are locked up, and there's thousands of people in in uh, all over India uh, that are in these situations where you know a lot of them they can't afford to pay the fee to go to court. So it's just so corrupt. Man, man. Anyway, um, I digress. But so yeah, I wrote this song uh, because he sent me his prison diary. Okay, and that's what the song called. What's the song called? It's called uh, "Where I'm Meant to Be," um, but it's originally called the James Tooley Prison Song. How are you not a World Vision artist? <laughs> Seriously, you're like Mr. Social Justice, or at least you've yeah. got to work with David Peck. I don't know if you've ever heard of him in some of his yeah. social justice conferences, but. Well, the record just came out, so... Okay. We'll see. All right, all right. Again, live in the Drew Marshall Show, uh, Lindy Voppenfjord. For the downtrodden children of this nation From the poorest of the poor To the black market generation I'm commonly known as The Indiana Jones of education The detective took my statement In a distracted sort of way Saying there's nothing to fear And this will all soon go away But now I'm a prisoner Waiting bail for a bribe I refuse to pay The local inmates gather round as I arrive I'll have to pull myself together here if I want to stay alive But right away they share their food and everything I need to survive I wake up to the alarm of the morning call to prayer the most terrifying, wistful sound that will stay with me from there Like the howls of cats screeching crescendos in the cold night air And I will write my prison story down in the margins of this book Around the great words of Gandhi and the chances that he took And all of us are guilty, and the others, they are crooked and was never my intention for this to be my legacy for where I am today is not where I'm meant to be shade of a fruit tree my newfound friends and I on sheets of cardboard around me and nobody feels fear just friendship over a cup of tea you could lose yourself completely in a crowded prison cell yet no one here appears to be sorry for themselves they say we'll all be out tomorrow but they're joking I can surely tell 
Altogether the simple pleasures they are few Freedom's not a word for nothing left to lose When everything is gone The only one left is you It was never my intention For this to be my legacy For where I am today Is not where I meant to be Man, Lindy Garfunkel here on the Drew Marshall Show. Uh, such a talented dude you are, and uh, I just love the whole vibe. You actually, I, I've said this already, but you drag people kicking and screaming into the stories. And it's a, it's a, it's a really important thing. Because those stories need to be heard, but if you just, if you, look, everyone rattles on about stories, but to, mm-hmm. to, um, to uh, coat the story with the beauty of your songs, uh, that's what makes the stories even more palatable, mm-hmm. right? So You know, I bet that uh, some of your listeners probably have uh, some stories themselves, and uh, I'd like to uh, ask them if they would be interested in sharing them, and I'd be happy to consider them for a song. Wow. That's the first time that's ever happened on this show. LindyMusic.com is where you go to get a hold of this man. LindyMusic.com. You're right. There are a number of listeners. I already know of a few uh, who have had stories. As a matter of fact, let me just briefly mention what's coming up next so that our listeners will know, but also you'll understand this as well. On the morning of September 16, 1994, while returning from an early morning cross-country run in her hometown of Galleon, Ohio, Maggie Malloy was kidnapped at gunpoint. She was led into a nearby wooded area, bound, raped twice, strangled, buried under some brush for a time, and then eventually shot five times and left for dead. She survived this horrific ordeal, but it left her with three bullets permanently lodged in her body. And today, Maggie Malloy... Uh, you don't get any more Irish than that, by the way, do you? Ah, yes, you do. Oh, Maggie Malloy. Uh, she shares how The Shack, the book that is probably one of the best love stories I've ever heard and will be coming out on March 3rd in a ma- as a major motion picture, uh, The Shack helped her kick at the darkness until it bled daylight. We're going to go out with one more of your tracks uh, from your CD here, uh, Lindy. And, of course, Lindy Voppenfjord uh, is who we've just been listening to here in studio. His website is lindymusic.com, lindymusic.com. Uh, if you are a new Facebook liker today, like right now, eh? go to Facebook and like us, eh? and you're from Canada, then we'll pick a name randomly of all the Facebook likers today and send the CD to you. So this is your opportunity to win uh, Lindy's CD. And the name of the CD is uh, Frozen in Time, Lindy Voppenfjord. Right now we're going to go out with Force of Nature, I believe. Is that about mm-hmm. right? Yes. See the great communication Tim and I just did there? Amazing. Wasn't that smooth? Yeah. See, Tim, we don't need marriage counseling. No. We just don't. Everything else is awkward after that. Short break, and Lindy, thank you very much for for joining us. Such a pleasure. Real pleasure, mate. Real pleasure. And a 
force of nature can't be stopped or slowed. You learn the pattern of the wind blowing wild across the plain. Feel the beating of the sun and the pulsing in your veins. And in the heart of all this darkness, there's a thundering sound, and you see it in the rain. Tasted in your blood, and it's telling you to keep moving and get ready for the flood. There's a break in the dam and a crack in the earth. How many deaths will rise from its birth? Crumble the statues of men that are broken and take back the dreams they had stolen. There's a river running deep through the old plateau, and you can't stop the water or the melting of the snow. And a force like this can't be organized or planned. You can't stop a force of nature bringing freedom to the land. You can't stop a force of nature bringing freedom to the land. You can't stop a force of nature bringing freedom. 